What's good, y'all? So on today's episode, I want to talk about post-athlete career depression. One thing that's very common that's not really talked about is what an athlete goes through when their career is over. I don't care if it's high school, college, or at a professional level. We all reach a level where there's a depression and we're trying to find the next move. But not only that, we're trying to find our identity as well. So with all that being said, on this episode, this is the discussion. If you don't know who I am, I am the host of the show and this podcast, Push 100 Miles Per Hour, and my name is Ramon Clemente. Let's get into the show. Push. This is all for you, to my people out there still trying, but no help of a hand. This one's for you, this my homie, looking for a loved one, but no... What's good, y'all? So one thing I wanted to do, I wanted to take the time out to reach out to the athletes that are suffering from post-career depression. And what comes with post-career depression? Um... You know, before we get into other things, man, this is something that we've been grinding for for so long and literally it comes to a stop. And like I said in the intro, it can stop at high school, you know, where, where, where you're the man or you're the woman and you're, the, you're that person. And it just it completely stops, especially when you have dreams and aspirations of going further in your career, college. You know, you, you give the game four years of your life and so dedicated to it. And just like that, it's over because you want to become a pro um, on the pro level. There's people that a career stopped because they're not good enough because of injury, because of personal situations. They probably want to spend time with their family or they have to take care of someone at home. There's there's so many reasons why a person's career can stop. And one of the worst things about your career stopping is it being stopped by not being your choice. You see, we get put in a situation where the one thing that we love is over with as far as competing. And we're forced to figure something else out. And that's the issue right there. Like, you mean to tell me all of these hours that I put in the gym, on the field, on the track, and this is not just specifically basketball. I'm talking all sports in general. We put in all this work and it literally just stops like that. Like, that's it. Like, it's there. there's no more conversation of what time are we going to work out? Uh, when are we going to compete? What schedule am I following? There's no more of that. That's the pass. On to the next. Um, one thing I like to always say is, especially a person like me, when I retire, let's say I wanted to get a regular job. What am I supposed to put on the resume? You feel me? So it's like you're literally starting all over from zero. And this new identity that you have to get and this new love you have to find is kind of like being in a relationship. It's like being married for such a long time and you're kicked out on the streets. Eventually, you'll figure it out. Yes. And that's the whole point of this podcast. You will figure it out. And that's from me to you just telling you, yes, I'm not retired, but I speak to a lot of people that turn their lives around by suffering with this post-career depression and being more successful than they've ever been, you know? But when this is something that it's the only thing that you know, it seems like things are going to never be the same. Things are never going to get better. But usually what comes with this is not only time, but understanding as you're growing in a new space. You know what's a reality? When it comes to the sports, and this might help out a little bit with your depression, the game doesn't love you the way you think it loves you. That's the reality. 
this is a out with the old, in with the new, especially when it comes to basketball. This is just the name of the game. It's out with the old, in with the new. This game will chew you up and spit you out like nothing. So when you have your post-career depression, it's like being with someone that they didn't love you the way you thought. It wasn't a forever thing. It's not a till death do us part. It's more so what can you do for me now? And you can't point fingers and play the blame game because this is what comes with it. It's a business at the end of the day. You can't, you can't get mad and point fingers and say, this person didn't give me a shot. This person didn't give me a chance. Because what comes with it is, are we going to win games? Are we going to make money? This is what comes with it. If you're just dead weight, it's, it's snip, snip, and on to the next. Even if you feel like you're better than the next person that does take this spot, does this new person have potential? Is this new person fully healthy? Does this new person listen? Is this new person willing to do what this guy we just got rid of wouldn't do? You got to take into all of these factors, you know, so you can't get caught up in falling love with something that's not really dedicated to love you. Yes, you know, if you have a long career and you can go in the Hall of Fame and all of those other things, it's cool to receive the love 100%. But at the end of the day, this doesn't last forever. And that's just the reality with all of this. So much time, like I mentioned earlier, is dedicated to this. And when I say the game doesn't love you, man, take me for example. I've missed a Thanksgiving from 2003 up until 2018 when I bought my home. And the reason why I had Thanksgiving for the first time in the States at home was because I got injured and I was home at the time. You feel me? So imagine a person that put in the work and they miss all of these Thanksgivings. You miss all of these birthdays and occasions. I've never made it to one of my grandfather's birthdays. My grandfather's gone. I was never home for any of my dad's birthdays. My dad's gone. There's so many occasions that I missed and so so much stuff. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not here crying because this comes with the sacrifice. But to the person that did miss these things, you mean to tell me I sacrifice all of these things and just like that, the game just doesn't want me anymore. You know, so that's where this depression can build up and it can kick in because you sacrifice so much. You know, you sacrifice friendships, you sacrifice relationships with family, you, you sacrifice relationships with, with women or men or whatever it is. You know, um, there's women that decide not to have kids because they're so focused on their career. There's men like myself that's an older gentleman. I still don't have kids, but this is lost time. You know, it's a lot that comes with this. And who knows, later on when I retire, I, I might look back at things and think, like, I, 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 maybe I should have had my kids back then, you know? But there's people who really go through these things. And you look back at all of this time spent and all of this dedication to something, and it, it didn't love you back the same way. Or once again, your career was cut off short. That depression builds up, and it's not easy especially in the sports field. This, this is a tough thing. And once again, I'm not crying about it. Or I'm not complaining about it. I'm more so trying to explain to the people on the outside that's looking in on what athletes go through. But I'm also trying to reach out to that athlete to let them know I understand what you're going through.
We need a solution on how to fix this, how to get through this depression. Another thing that comes with post-career depression as being an athlete, just like I mentioned, you give this game everything, right? My question to you, I'm fortunate enough to still be able to play the game at a professional level, right? People that I've competed with, people that I've played with, do you think everybody, 100% of those players are doing well? Do you think everything is all good in their life? Do you think just because they went to school and graduated college that they were put in position? So this comes with the post-depression of an athlete. I don't see boosters that were cheering you on and let's let's go because, you know, we're winning, you know, and this is what you're into. And I don't see those people reaching out to these athletes saying, here you go, here's a job, you know, because the percentage of being a professional athlete after college is a very, very small percentage. And no, I'm not saying it's a booster's job to put players in position to, to work or make money. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is we, this is something that we give our everything to. We literally dedicate everything to this game. Even when it comes down to school, listen to this. You mean to tell me you take us kids from the inner city? You know, a lot of the high athletes are kids from the inner city that, you know, they come from the hood and all these other things and their incomes aren't the highest, you know. And we're in situations where we're trying to give it everything to change our circumstances. You mean to tell me you take these kids from these neighborhoods and the first thing on their mind is what am I going to major in and how am I going to change my life outside of basketball after I graduate? A lot of our dreams is being a professional athlete. And if it doesn't work, all right, cool. And that's when that's a whole nother conversation. But the thing is, that's our primary thing right there. We're not thinking after basketball, I'm going to major in this. And I'm not saying everyone is not a, it's, it's not. Every person is thinking like, oh, I, I just want to pass my classes. There are some people who focus on their major and what they want to do after their sport. But there's a high percentage of people going in thinking like, I want to be a pro. I want to get paid for this. So when we get put in these positions of taking us from the neighborhoods and stuff and we go play the sport and we give it everything and as soon as it's all over, Figure it out. This is something that we live every day since we were kids. And now we're out and we're trying to figure life out. This is a major issue. This is a major contribution of the depression of what athletes go through. And it's a big deal and it's not enough light shed on this. It's like Survivor out here when it comes to it, man. Everyone is not the star on the basketball team. I've been on a lot of teams where I was the star player. That dude that's the 12th man on the bench doesn't get that love. They don't get the attention. People aren't asking them questions to figure out what they're going through. Transfer. You're not good enough for the next year. Go figure it out. It's, it's foul, man. It's foul. And in the moment when I'm living in it, I'm, I'm not even paying attention to that, that 12th, 11th spot, that 10th spot. Those guys that aren't playing. I'm not... Focus on what they're going through. 
I don't know the things that's going through their mind. I don't know if they're thinking about what am I going to do if this doesn't work. So, man, I'm, I'm reaching out to them guys, and especially me personally. I want to apologize to any teammate or person that I've ever been around, and I didn't check up on you. You know, I'm older now, and I'm a little bit more conscious to understand the game and the mental health that comes with the sports. I'm reaching out to you to tell you I apologize because I would have never known what you were going through, you know, because I wasn't in that position. But to those those people, man, what about them? What about those guys who who left home and, and thought they were going to be able to change their lives with a sport and the sport didn't love them back? What about those people, man? It's, it's a big deal and this is something that need to be touched on more and these people need to be taken care of in any way, a conversation, whatever it is, program something. But this is a huge deal, man, because people out here losing their minds because this is all they known. We have to We have to make it more normal and understandable on coping with athletes when they're done. And mind you, People will look at this and they'll listen to this and they'll say, you're doing something that you love as if we're privileged. Yo, we trying to change our lives, man. You can't you can't get mad at us because we found something that we're good at. And people decided to invest in us by giving us scholarships and stuff. You can't look at it like, oh, well, I don't feel sorry for a person that was handed something. We work for this. We work for these scholarships. We work to get contracts to, to, to do what we love. You know, you can't you can't get mad at us for for finding our talents and being good at it. But that doesn't make us in position where we can't complain, where we can't be depressed or we couldn't feel a certain type of way. We make our money just like you make your money, just in a different way, just in a different way. We just happen to use our bodies to make our money. Some people use their brains to make their money. There's no difference. But it's just all about how certain people judge us on how we get it. The worst thing is people don't want to feel sorry for the person that they feel is here or looked at like they're here. What you don't know is everybody's not getting it like this. You can possibly be getting it more than this person that you think is here. So since you think a person is here, you feel less sorry for them. Your sorrow is less for them. They don't get the same compassion. Nah, man. We go through it just like you. So to that person that from the outside that's looking inside and they're so easily to judge, check yourself, yo. We go through it too. Our jobs depend on our performance, man. My pops died in the middle of a season. I had to fly back overseas. I had to fly back overseas. You feel me? So for me... People have to be a little bit more sensitive to certain areas and certain things, man. I literally had to fly back in the middle of a season, man, after my pops passed and throw a uniform on and keep a straight face and not show any emotion. How do you think that makes me feel? And I'm not asking anyone to feel sorry for me, but this is how I eat, the same way how you eat. So please, when it comes to judging and being judgmental from the outside in, man, please just, we're human, bro. (sighs) Back to, you know, I mentioned 
the boosters and, and giving people jobs and all these other things. I don't want to put that pressure like like that's what we're asking for because to the people that um, are fighting depression and stuff, I know you're not looking for handouts. That's, that's not what we're doing. We're not looking for handouts. But, you know, when you give the sacrifice. But even with the coaches and ADs and stuff, and I'm not picking on any coaches and stuff, whatever, but do you think every coach reaches out to every player when they're done? Do you think every athletic director reaches out to every player that played for them, that probably gave them success, made them millions? NIL just started. Those kids aren't really out like that yet. So anyone before this NIL stuff, us as athletes, we made coaches millions of dollars, ADs millions of dollars. So the thing is, when I say the game doesn't love you like that, and if you have a coach or AD or anybody involved with the game that reaches out to you, that's a very rare thing. You know, it's a very rare thing and it's always love. And I'm fortunate enough that my college coaches still reach out to me, you know, and I, I think that's so dope because they don't have to do that. Nobody owns you, owes you anything. Remember I said at the beginning, this is a business first, you know? I know everybody has their own things, but when it comes to this post-athletic depression, um, we, we feel that, man. We really feel that. You, you mean to tell me I, I gave you all of this? I can't even get a phone call? No checkups, no nothing, no, no. Like I said, no one is, no one is forced to or no one have to reach out to you to put you in position or to check up on you because they go vice versa too. You could check up on the coaches at the same time. But once again, you know, as, as the athlete, we're, we're the ones making others money. NIL is out now. Kids are making all of this money. You don't think players feel some type of way who played before that made these coaches and other people in position money and we got zero out of it. There's people there, yo, there's a lot of athletes out here struggling trying to figure out life, man. Where college degrees don't do nothing for them. It's very normal. Very normal where a lot of college players got their college degrees and don't know what to do with them. How crazy is that? And this is the dream that we're told. Go to school, graduate college, you know, get your house, get your wife, happy life. American dream. You think that's what that's is, is that easy? You think that's how we're living right now? Depression, man. That depression kicks in for any athlete, man. For any athlete, I don't care what sport. So, I'm like I'm I'm not here to give anybody excuses, but I'm here to let other people understand what goes on. But I'm also here to let these guys know, these women know that's going through this. Yo, we going to get through this. And I say we because we in it. I have my times too, man. I have my times where I'm down a lot of times, man. We can't just sit here and just talk about post-career depression as an athlete because we have to have a solution. So what do I think is a solution? It's reinventing yourself. Uh, I think that's the main thing. So reinventing yourself is something that's huge. If you look at my social media you see more mental health stuff. You see more motivational stuff. I'm reinventing myself. I don't want to be known as just an athlete. I've always been like that since day one of my career. But I did use my career as a stepping stool 100%. But I, what I won't do, I won't be the guy who's only 
just a basketball player and when it's done that's it we're not we're not doing that that's just a chapter of my life so to the people that's facing this post career depression just reinvent yourself yo it's, think about it you've had one of the toughest lanes to go through you had to follow a schedule to wake up at these times and put your body through hell you had to compete However far you made it in your career, your performance got you there. And I'm not saying if you fell short that it was because you weren't good enough. I'm not saying that. But the fact that you made it that far based on what you put your body through, learning plays, being cool with new teammates, adjusting to different personalities, working under hostile environments. Yo, that's amazing qualities to put in other places. Yo, walk in a park. Walk in a park for a lot of uh, workspaces. You've dealt with it all. So that depression that you have in, man, try to find ways. Try to find ways that you were good at in your sport to apply it in other things. There's so many other things out there that you can do. But you have to reinvent yourself. Even if you have to take, take some time out, man. Write it on a piece of paper of what you are good at. A couple more things before we close out. I want to just tell you to try whatever your heart desires. Whatever your heart desires, man. Give it everything. And I'm not I'm not being cliche. I'm I'm, I'm being real, yo. What makes you feel happy? Forget what everybody else is saying, because this is your life. This is the life that you have to live. What, what, What moves you? What are your strengths? What makes you want to move forward? I know money and stuff is cool. Like We all want money. We all need money. But what makes you happy? Because this life you're living after your sport, you don't want to just make money and just not be happy. Yes, we, we got to pay bills and we got to take care of family and all of these things. But what makes you happy? I need you to find it. I need you to, to dig deep and really find out what is it that Helps you breathe. Y'all have no idea, man, how much I'm really trying to dig in this mental health space for athletes because I know how much we have to go through. And I know how much people look down upon us Because they feel like we're on a pedestal. I know what comes with this. I know the judgment that comes with this. I know no one wants to go back to their neighborhood at a shorter period of time. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to go to college and get cut from the team and you back in the neighborhood and people asking you questions. Nobody wants to go pro and then they come on, man. Can you imagine getting drafted in the NBA or in the NFL? And then after two years, that's it. It's a bad feeling. Going overseas, getting cut after a month. It's embarrassing. And and people, they don't care, man. No sensitivity at all. We'll straight up ask you, why are you home? What happened? But if they were to get fired or something like that, we couldn't say what happened. Why did you get fired with a straight face? You got to be sensitive. 
But this this is the buildup. This comes with it. So for me to you, don't have no shame with this, man. Figure out who you are. Figure out what you love and figure out what you want to do. Because these people are going to judge you anyway. That's the reality. They're going to judge you anyway. And I'm going to close out on this. Whatever you do, don't sit around and wait for things to happen. I mentioned ADs, coaches, all these people. I feel like they should put you in position. Don't wait around for people to give you handouts. People are living their own lives. People are out looking out for themselves, making sure their bills are paid, making sure their family is straight. And this is the harsh world that we live in. But don't sit around expecting anything. Don't sit around expecting the world to come to your aid because it doesn't work like that. That catering that you once dealt with as an athlete, of everyone coming to you, like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? That time is over. And if you still receive that, that's a blessing to you. But don't sit around and do not wait. It's time to go get it. So the depression that you're in, if you're you're still facing that and this is something that you're still going through, yeah, take your time, take your moment. But at the end of the day, you got to get to it. You got to take on the world. And this is something that we thought that we were prepared for. And, you know, they tell you, oh, we're getting you prepared for the real world. And when you go out in the real world, it seems a little bit different. You know, <laughs> it seems a little bit different. It's not the same what they once mentioned. But believe it or not, it's right here. It's right here. Everything that you learned over that time is right here the whole time. And if you lost or confused, you never knew it. All that potential and everything you got is in that heart. Those chances that you took to leave home, to take chances and gamble on yourself, all of that was right here. It took heart to do that. It took heart to take chances. And now it's time to use that same heart and put it out there in that world. So for me to you, man, I wish all of you the best of luck. And when it comes to this post-career depression... Hopefully you get over it sooner than later. I have a couple more years of my career, and who knows where I will be at that time. But for right now, I'm preparing myself to reinvent myself, and that's why I'm here talking to you. We're going to figure this out together. If you don't know who I am, I am the host of this show and this podcast, Push 100 Miles Per Hour, and my name is Ramon Clemente. Once again, to the person that's out there, Facing their battles, my heart's out to you, and I love you dearly. Push. This is all for you, to my people out there still trying, but no help of a hand. This one's for you, to my homie looking for a loved one, but no.